On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to discuss whether or not you can really use your smartphone to do professional style video. And today's episode is made possible by something much more professional, and that is FreshBooks. That's right. If you've got a business or if you're a freelancer or you're self-employed in some way, this is a great way to keep track of all your money. Make sure that you get paid. Get paid quicker and easier. Make sure you can do those recurring billings all with one simple program. You can send out all of your invoices. You can send out proposals and estimates and get responses back and do all of these things. And best of all, you can do it by trying it for free. That's right. You can jump in right now. Get FreshBooks for free for 30 days. You don't even have to put in a credit card. So you could literally go in there, sign up, test it out, and if you hate it, just walk away and you would never be charged a single penny. However, I would recommend that you do pay them a few pennies and keep it going afterwards because mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. works very, very well. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I switched from QuickBooks to FreshBooks and I have not looked back and it's actually a little bit cheaper. So want to get started? Want to do and the free you're one? fresh. You're That's fresh right. I'm now. fresh guaranteed. Fresh. And if you want to be fresh, well, head on over to raiselinks.com slash freshbooks. Sign up for your free account and use it for 30 days. Again, no Ooh. credit card required. So with that, let's hit our music. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. He has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray the Video Guy. I'm Steve Sleeper. And uh, GoVMM is our homepage. Um, we we need, you know what, our um, podcatcher listens have been kind of dropping off lately. <gasps> so uh, I don't know what we do about that. Because you promote it whenever you send out an email. You rotten, you rotten humans. How oh, dare you. <laughs> Get out there and start watching these. Listen Get to over them. to Apple Podcasts. Ah! Leave us a five-star review. Arr, ah, you can tell we're worth it. Ah! Do you have any rum? Arr. Yo ho ho! No, get out Yo there and do it. We need those. We need those reviews too. So head on over to iTunes and or sorry, Apple Podcasts, and leave yeah. your reviews along with uh, subscribing and checking out our great little podcast. Uh, we need to get back over uh, three listens a week. If we yes. can do that, that would be a, a very good, we're good thing. So be sure to do that. Mm -hmm. We can get four, mm -hmm. maybe even five. That would be fantastic. Five people that would, would be, be fab. Sweet. You fab. could be one of those five people. Head on over yes. to Apple Podcasts or any of those other places where you get uh, your your fine podcasts, and you'll be able to grab this one. So, with that said, this week, Steve, we're talking about smartphones. That's right. We're talking about smartphones Smart once phones. again. Now we've talked about smartphones quite a bit. We've we did a. Um, not necessarily uh, completely about um, smartphones, but we did a, a, a class on, on lighting uh, or a, a mm -hmm. show on lighting, and a lot of that f centered mm -hmm. around iPhones and smartphones and whatnot, but it wasn't specifically for that. We've definitely talked about microphones that work on smartphones, but I want to talk about 
the smartphones in general and um, you know what you can get out of them and sort of the stigmas behind them and and you know what you can do about that because one of the biggest problems with using a smartphone is uh, people think well hey smartphones uh, if I show up you know if somebody's paying me to do a video and I show up with a smartphone they're gonna think I'm an idiot well they might yeah. think you're an idiot anyway but I can tell you right now um, we have and I said this before right over here is a closet right over here with some very nice uh, cameras that we can bring out DSLRs that do video and they do a nice job and yet I still use my smartphone here in the studio because if I'm shooting with just myself it makes it very easy but we also take it to clients because there are actually some benefits to that one most of the clients now if you were to um, you know if you were to uh, take on a client that, you know, like uh, the Ford Motor Company or Coca-Cola, uh, I would think you'd probably want to do something a little higher end. But when you're heading over to, you know, Joe's, uh, Joe's Crab Hut and, uh, you know, Dr. Pete's chiropractic, um, believe it Steve or not. Steve Sleeper's Hot Dog Emporium. That's right. Yes. Which, by the way, did exist. Um, at least on Google it did. <laughs> Long story there. Uh, but, um, yeah, the big thing is, you know, a lot of these smaller companies and everything, they actually will appreciate the fact that you're there with just a smartphone. They're more comfortable. You know, they're more willing to, 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 um, to open up. They're not as nervous about it. And, and they actually just seem to do a better job when they think it's just, oh, it's just a smartphone. And unless you're doing a big production, like a TV commercial, you know, where you're going to have actors in there and everything else, you know, showing up just to do a quick interview with somebody showing up with your smartphone they'll actually appreciate it cuz guess what plumbers have a lot to do besides sit there and wait for you to set up cameras and lights and and do uh, interviews for 5 hours they want you to come in throw things down interview them for what you need and get out so they can go back to cleaning stopped up drains i mean and that's just the reality of it so if you can come in there with a smartphone there's actually advantages to that and i love using my smartphone for that um the other thing is, you know, most people, especially if you're getting started, you're not going to go out and buy a $10,000 camera. And so if you go to Best Buy and you buy a nice camera there, it's not going to have a lot of the features that professional cameras would have. However, believe it or not, and I'm assuming the same is for Android, I'm going to say iPhone because that's what I use. Um, I can tell you right now, I have much, much, much more control over the look and feel of every video I shoot using my smartphone than I would with a, you know, like a lower mid-range camera. A nice camera at Best Buy, definitely the smartphone's going to give you more. Uh, I use an app that uh, is called Filmic Pro, and this app allows me to control everything from focus to the iris to the shutter speed and everything in between. Um, it's got features like zebra striping and peaking and... Uh, audio meters, all the types of things that the consumer um, the consumer cameras that you're going to buy, the camcorders, are probably not going to have. Audio inputs. A lot of the consumer cameras don't have any way for you to add a microphone. So your smartphone can do a better job. And when you think about the fact that, you know, my, my smartphone does, what, 4K video? I mean, professional cameras... 15 years ago, you people were still using SD cameras and barely breaking into 1080 cameras or 720p cameras. So your smartphone is better than professional cameras 20 years ago. 
20 years ago, I was using a camera that was the size of, you know, a suitcase. And yeah, it took a, it took a great image, but it was not HD. It was still standard definition, even though it was a huge camera. And it took a really nice standard definition image, but it was still standard definition. I guarantee if we pulled that camera out today and we both shot the same thing in the same studio, that the smartphone would look better. Be richer colors, higher resolution, you know. Um, I'm sure the other camera can be can be you know upresed into high definition, but you're still going to lose something on that. I still say your smartphone would do a better job. And of course, you know there are some caveats to that. Um, you are talking about very small lenses, so when you're dealing with a smartphone, you have very tiny lens. If you think about a professional camera, you're talking about a lens, you know, the size of the diameter of, bigger than a, a Coke can. So very big lenses versus very tiny lenses, you're going to be able to get more light so you can actually get a cleaner image in some ways. However, if you're in an environment where the lighting is well done and set up nicely, you can get just as good a quality of image. And I know because I shoot on it all the time. Now, the other part of that, the other thing that makes uh, the smartphones really good is you can do a lot of work right there. You would have a very tough time, for instance... If you wanted to shoot and edit something down and give it to somebody uh, all in one sitting, it would be very, very difficult to do that if you had uh, an older camera system. You know, um, I used to have a friend who shot a lot of weddings, and he would have the ceremony done by the time the dinner was ready. And in order to do that, he had to have a laptop, he had to have a hard drive, he had to have somebody there to do the editing, he would shoot... And literally, as he was shooting, there'd be somebody around to to run back and forth. The person who'd be doing the editing would be running back and forth, and they'd be timing in their head. Okay, it's been, you know, forty eight minutes. I better run over now. M- granted, most weddings are are less than an hour long. Some of them are ten minutes long, but if they know that it's going to be a longer one, maybe a Catholic one, the the person that would be editing would be able to run over because they know that in sixty minutes they're going to have to change tapes, so they can run over in in fifty minutes wait for that to be done, grab that tape. Then they have to take that tape and they've got to bring it into that computer, which by the way, can take 60 minutes. Okay. Because it's real time. It was real time capture back then. You you didn't just have cards and plug them in and and dump the stuff over. You had to take a tape. You had to put it into another camera or a deck, plug that into the computer, play the tape and have the camera record it or transfer it over through Firewire. And it was, if it was a 60 minute video, it took 60 minutes to bring it in. So You couldn't really do that very effectively. However, with your smartphone, you could literally go to some place, shoot an interview, and on your phone use an app, uh, iMovie, you could use Adobe Rush, um, and there's a bunch of others on there too that, you know, escaped my mind. Uh, Filmora has one. And you could edit your stuff, add graphics and everything else, and export it out right there and share it to somebody. So you could do an entire video right there on your phone. Uh, a good example of this is a, a few years back, uh, I believe it was, it was Bentley um, or Rolls-Royce. Bentley or Rolls-Royce? I think it was Bentley. They did a TV commercial which was shot on iPhone 5s. So this is going back a few years ago where they shot it on iPhone 5s and they edited it, edited it, they edited the video, the commercial, in the back of one of the cars on an iPad and had the commercial done You know, all within just a short period of time. They shot, they edited it, and it was done all at once. And you can do that if you 
have a smartphone with the right apps on there. And that's something you really, it would be very difficult to do with the older cameras or even with a camera nowadays. Now, you could do it if you had your DSLR. You could shoot, you could pull out the card, you could pop the card in, you got to have a computer, you got to edit on the computer. So it can be done, but it's not going to be as smooth. Um, with a smartphone, you can shoot it, take that video, trim it down right away, add your graphics in, and you're done with it. Uh, is it going to be the most professional, amazing video ever? Maybe not, but you can do it. And of course, you know, if you take that footage back, you can bring it into a regular editor anyway and do a really nice job edit- editing that out. But you can do very professional videos with that. Now, uh, another thing that's really cool about the smartphones is you've got all sorts of apps that you can get for these smartphones. Uh, I've got one app, and I don't know if I've mentioned it on this show or not before, but I've got one app that's called, uh, I believe it's called Double Take. Let me make sure, me make sure that that's right. It's, uh, it's by the same guys that do uh, Filmic Pro, but I believe it's called Double Take. And let me see, let me make sure, Double Come on, if I could type, it would be a lot easier. Double. Yes, it's called Double Take. And what that it's does... It's double, double Mint. It's not no, Double it's, Mint. It's called Double Take. Yeah. And uh, what that does is it allows you to, with your iPhone, shoot from multiple cameras at the same time. So the way that I've used that is um, when my son got married just a couple of weeks ago, they got married at my house and you know we just had a few people there, but... I shot the video for it, and I shot the the ceremony, and then I shot, you know, the traditional stuff just kind of done in our great room there, you know, where they cut the cake and they did the dance and all that. And the way that I shot it was I actually used that double-take program, and on the iPhone, um, you've got four cameras on the iPhone. you got the selfie camera, and then on the backside, you've got your, your, your uh, telephoto camera lens, you've got your super wide-angle lens, and your normal wide-angle lens. And so what I did was with double take, and when they were doing the dance, I did the telephoto and I did the wide, and double take was able to shoot both of those at the same time, and I could switch back and forth. Actually, I didn't switch back and forth. I just recorded both, and then in the editing process, wow. I switched it back and forth. So when I was That's done, cool. Yeah, wow. when I was done with that, you know, three minutes of shooting that them dancing, I had two pieces of video: one of a nice close up and one. Uh, from afar with them dancing in, in the whole room. And it was all done with one smartphone. I don't know of any other cameras that do that. Now, one caveat to that, I used to have, um, I wonder, you know, sometimes I think back and think, what the heck happened to some of these things that I had in the old days? I had this one camera uh, that actually was uh, given to me by a friend of mine that's a, a professional videographer, and it was an old camera he had. He's like, oh, why don't you take this? And he had two of them. He gave me both of them. And they were uh, they were super VHS cameras, and they had two lenses in them. And what they did was you could shoot somebody on a green screen. So somebody would be standing in front of the green screen, and the camera would be shooting them. And the other camera could point at something else, a picture, a wall, a background, the outside, whatever, you know. And it would green screen that person onto whatever the other camera was shooting at live and in, in, in real time. And so that's the only other camera I know that ever had multiple lenses, uh, but they were for a different purpose. Um, another thing that I've done with the double take is I had to do an interview with um, one of my clients. We were just going to talk about like what they're doing during COVID and whatnot. And so what I did with double take was I put the camera on a tripod and I sat myself on one side and him on the other side. I had the selfie camera pointed towards me, the other camera pointed towards him. 
we did the interview where I would talk to him back and forth and double take recorded my side and his side. So when I got back to the studio, I had two versions of the interview, one with a camera pointed at me, one with a camera pointed at him. I was able to put it into my program and then just cut back and forth. And so now we had an interview with two people, but with only one smartphone doing all the camera work. So it's very, very useful. Again, I don't know of any other professional systems that do that. You know, so there yeah. are major advantages besides the fact that it fits in your pocket. Okay. That's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, it, it, to, when I first saw the demo of that, I, I nearly lost my mind. I thought that was so amazing. Um, nearly crapped your pants. I, yeah, it was, it was pretty impressive. But um, the only thing I will say is, uh, and if, if the people at Filmic Pro ever watch this, pay attention to what I'm saying here. They, um, yeah. The original demo kind of showed it where the actual Filmic Pro app had Double Take built in. In reality, it ended up being two different apps. So it would be nice if in Filmic I had the option to do the Double Take stuff um, because Filmic gives you a lot of other professional tools inside the, the shooting app. So it would be nice to have that in there uh, with that. So you gotta ha- you got to have those two apps open then. No, no, just one. Just one. Okay. So when you're shooting it with, with the Double Take, you just open that app and, and just shoot that way. And it's got some of the features of Filmic Pro in Double Take, okay. but okay. Filmic Pro has you know 800,000 you know, other things in there that just make it a, a really amazing app for shooting video. Um, but yeah, the Double Take, I mean, just amazing. And what I used with the Double Take, by the way, when I did that interview, is I've got um, a, uh, a microphone that I got from Movo back, gosh couple of years ago and probably like five or six years ago and what it is is a lavalier microphone that has two microphones on it so you plug it into your phone and it's got two wires coming out with two lavalier microphones so i put one on me one on him and so now we both have a microphone going in as well as the camera shooting both sides so it was a double double there and uh, it worked really really well I, in fact i was i was impressed at, at how well it worked wow so very indeed. cool yeah, yeah. And so, of course, you know, with the smartphones, um, I do want to talk about some of the, you know, the downsides of the smartphones because there, there certainly are some downsides to it. Um, for one, again, you've got that really tiny lens. So you've got to have decent lighting. Although these, these things, I don't know how they do it. They do an amazing job now with, with even in low lighting areas. They do an amazing job uh, with the video that they'll take. But it'll still obviously do a lot better if, um, you know, you've got really good lighting. And so that's one of the downsides. The other downside, obviously, is the microphone situation. If you're using the built-in mic, it's going to be terrible. Uh, that being said, oh, yeah. most professional video cameras are going to be terrible if you don't use a microphone as well. Um, but the smartphones are going to be a lot worse. You know, the very tiny microphone at a distance. At least with, you know, with a professional camera, they may have like a little mini shotgun that's attached to it, so you can kind of get people. But even that's not going to be great. Um, so what you need to do is you need to be able to get a microphone to go with that. So you need lighting, you need a microphone. Uh, and the other thing is stabilization. Um, mm. A phone is a very light piece of equipment. It's very difficult to get a nice stable shot if you're hand holding it. So getting a tripod and putting it onto a mount is going to be a big deal. Now, um, in the case of the smartphones, uh, they actually do have tripod mounts and tripods at Best Buy. So you could buy a Best Buy tripod. You can get a mount to put on the tripod to put your phone in there. Um, they're not the best. 
Um, the tripods can be some of their tripods can be okay uh, unless you're going to be really rough with them. You know, if you're going to be taking them around, throwing them in your car, bringing them places, some of those at Best Buy and whatnot are, are going to be too cheap. They're going to break. They're going to fall apart. Um, so you, you may want something better. But for the most part, those tripods there will do perfectly fine for you. Um, I've got like three or four of them here in the studio, and I use them for different things to put. Um, I've got one right here. My webcam is on a kind of cheap Best Buy $30. Well, that one's a little nice. So that one's probably one of the $40 tripods at Best Buy. And I put a webcam on that. So I've got my webcam here, and I've got a second webcam that I can cut between. And it never moves, so there's no need. I don't need a fancy tripod. It's never moving. It just sits there. I don't do pan shots. I don't do tilts or anything like that. So it, it, it's perfectly fine. Um, I put the uh, the Mevo camera on one of those cheapy tripods when I use it, and it works perfectly fine. Mm. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and my uh, 360 camera. I've got a 360 camera. I'll put that on one of those as well. And so the Mevo uh, the Mevo cameras have that little like hockey puck that you yes. can yeah the l- Facebook live stream one. through your phone. Yep. Okay, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so those you know those will go on one of those cheap tripods. Now. Um, the other part is the mount, because obviously a smartphone is not going to mount onto a tripod uh, without something to hold it on there. And uh, Best Buy does sell the, the cheapy mount, a couple of different ones. Actually, they, they sell they sell some that are okay, but a lot of them are the cheapy ones. Um, I recommend by far the the uh, PL, PR1 from Movo. Um, I've got... <laughs> I did a live video yesterday. I was saying uh, I was going through some stuff. I've got like five or six of them here in the office. Um, you know, I've got one in my bag. I've got one on my tripod there. I've got one in um, one of the 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 video kits that they, that I've got over there that came with microphones and everything. It's got one. There's one in the microphone over here in the box there. There's another one in there. It's never been used. So I've got like five or six of them just kind of floating around, even though I probably use maybe two. Um, one that stays here and one that I bring with me. But, yeah. um, you know, just because a lot of their kits and things come with that as part of it. But it's a very, <clears throat> excuse me, a very, very good tripod mount because it's very sturdy. It's got, um, you can handhold it. It's got a grip. Um, so you can mount your phone and, and, you know, use the grip on the bottom to hold it handheld. I, you know, I don't recommend doing handheld for much anyway. But that'll be better than trying to hold the phone normally. But it mounts onto the tripod. It's got a level. So if you've got a... You know, if you've got a tripod and you want to make sure everything's level, it's got a level on the actual piece. It's got a, a place to hold your wires. And it's got a shoe on the top to mount lights and, and microphones to it so they just slide right in and you lock them on. It's got two other mounts on there so that you can put other things like um, microphones and lights and things like that, and brackets and, and whatnot. Um, so it's just a very, very good mount. And it, it expands to fit the biggest of the big phones. So, you you know... That was one of the issues with some of the other mounts is as these uh, iPhone 11s and these Samsung um, 20s or the Notes were so big that, Mm. you know, it was tough to get into some of those tripod mounts. But this one here, it'll fit that. And in fact, it fits my smartphone. Um, I've got the the, uh, iPhone 11 Max, Pro Max, which is... Uh, between that and the S20, I think are the two biggest phones, you know, width-wise. And I've got a pretty big, thick, heavy case around my iPhone, and I can still put it in the PR1, even with the case on it. So it's very, very good for that. Um, and mm-hmm. as far as microphones go, there's a ton of different microphones that you could get. Movo makes a bunch of them. Um, Power Dewise makes one that we actually um, 
we're actually given uh, a couple of power device microphones. They're lavaliers that work with smartphones. And a very nice little microphone. Uh, a little more expensive than the uh, Movo microphone. Um, so I would kind of give the, the Movo the edge a little bit just because it's got, the, it's got a longer cord and it's um, uh, a lot cheaper. It's almost half the price. Mm-hmm. So and that's the uh, LV1, the Movo LV1. In fact, if you want to, if anyone wants to check that out, you can go to pocketvideopro.com/lv1, and you'll be able to check out the lavalier microphone there. It's the one that I use. Uh, I have been using the Power Dewise one lately too, just because I have it. Um, but I use both, and they're you know quality-wise, they're both about the same. The Power Dewise is um, louder, almost too loud. So I have to bring the, I have to bring my. Um, my gain way down when I'm using it because uh, it is a little bit louder. Not that, and that's not a bad thing. It's just it's just a difference. One is a little bit louder than the other. Um, but they both sound great and they both work great. And uh, I like both of them. And, and you know, any lavalier microphone or any microphone really that you attach to your phone is going to give you better audio. Um, the other one that, that um, we have, in fact, we did a live video about it yesterday, is the uh, VXR10. And that is a little mini shotgun microphone that mounts to um, the top of your camera or your smartphone using the PR1. So you take the PR1, you mount that little uh, shotgun microphone to the top of that, and that's going to give you a much better sound without having to mic somebody up every time. And, and that's great for, you know, if you're out on the street, let's say you were out on the streets and you had to interview a bunch of people like, hey, John, hey, you, would you answer a couple questions? Which, by the way, I've done. So people say, when are you ever going to do that? I've actually done that. I've, I've actually had um, gigs where I had to go out on the street and ask people political questions and poll questions and all that kind of stuff. And I hey, you know, and you don't want to have to sit there and set your camera down and mic somebody up. And, you know, if you have something like the VXR10, you've got it mounted onto the top of there. You just point the camera at them. The microphone's going to point at them and you're going to get a really nice sound even at, you know, a few feet away. So that's another way to do it. And, of course, then you've got wireless microphone systems. Um, I've got three wireless microphone systems from Movo. All three are very, very good. Um, so they, they actually make some nice ones and they're in the process of sending me a new one that they're coming out with, um, that should be here anytime now. They, they, um, they said they were sending it the other day. I don't know if they've actually sent it yet, but, uh, should be here in the next couple of days. And I look forward to, uh, testing that cause that will also work with your smartphones and, uh, make a big difference to your audio. Because again, audio, just one of those things that, um, you know, the small form factor of a smartphone is just not going to, you know, it's just not going to pick up the way that you want to. So you need to have an external microphone. Um, and you could always record separately, too. I know a lot of people will use a, a recorder and, uh, you know, attach a microphone to a recorder and just record their audio separately and put it together later. Uh, I'd rather have it all together. It just makes life a little easier. But, um, you know, you can do either one of those and either one will work fine because your smartphone is very versatile. Not only that, but there's also hardware you can use with your smartphone. You can attach lenses to your smartphone to give you better fidelity in the images. Um, you, can, you can attach other cameras to your smartphone. For instance, we talked about the Mevo. I talked about my, my uh, I've got the Samsung Gear 360. Those are two microphone, uh, excuse me, two cameras that connect with your phone and shoot separately. And so you don't even have to use your phone to actually shoot. You use your phone as the monitor and you shoot with one of those and, and you know, send it to your phone. And so you've got the versatility of that as well. So it's, um, 
you know, it just it, it it's it gives everybody the opportunity to shoot great video in a way that they may not have been able to do in the past. Um, and as far as I know, and I haven't talked to anybody that that does this. I haven't talked to anybody in the news in a while. But what I have heard is that a lot of reporters nowadays um, actually are going out and shooting with their smartphones. Now, I'm not talking about this COVID stuff. Um, nowadays, with the co- whole COVID thing, people are shooting. You know, you get news reporters who are shooting from home on their smartphones, uh, which I always think is great. And I think that's the greatest thing that could happen to smartphones and pocket video production is the, this whole uh, situation where during COVID people have had to do this. Conan O'Brien is shooting his TV show using his smartphone. Uh, you know, a network TV show or well, cable TV show being shot completely on smartphones. The news is being shot on smartphones. But I hear that even before all this, reporters were using smartphones, uh, I think mostly iPhones, to run out and, you know, they could shoot their own stuff. They didn't need to bring a whole camera crew anymore. They could actually set up and shoot their own interviews and things very quickly and easily because they were using smartphones for that. And if you think about this, you know, this is only going to get better and better. Um, you know, the iPhones have three cameras on the back there, and, and they actually got pretty good-sized lenses. Um, some of the biggest lenses I've seen in, you know, standard in a smartphone on on that particular one um, and big enough, you can actually see the lenses in there. You know, most of the smartphones, those lenses are so small and I mean, you can't really see the, the parts in this. But, you know, the, the iPhone, you can actually see the parts in there. Um, and I believe the new Samsung S20, I think it, you know, th- that one has three cameras. I think the Samsung S20 had four. So, and, and I did hear um, news that the, the next iPhone may also have four cameras on it as well. So, it's getting a little ridiculous. But, um, you know, even with the, the, the iPhone when it had the three and I'm like, oh, it seems like a lot, but it's really, really convenient to have those three, uh, those three cameras on there, uh, those three lenses. It, it really does allow you to do a lot more. When I'm out, um, you know, for instance, I've, I've been doing a lot, um, a lot of shots when I'm out doing kayaking and I'll take a wide, a medium and a, and a, you know, telephoto shot of all the different things around the river or the lake that we're on. And, uh, you know, you can get some really neat stuff by doing that. So, um, again, you know, how many other, you know, granted a, a, a nice professional um, video camera is going to have a big lens that you can do, you know, telephoto and wide angle shots and just by zooming in and out. But um, it is kind of neat that you can actually switch the lenses on the fly and, you know, just go, boom, I want the widescreen and suddenly you get the, sh- the super wide angle and then you, boom, I want telephoto and it's zoomed in just at the touch of a button. So it's very cool. Um, other things too, you know, with the smartphones, you get a lot of apps for monitoring your video. You know, for instance, like in, we talked about the Mevo. You think about the app for that. Um, when you're using the Mevo, you could set the Mevo up and shoot two people, you know, maybe doing an interview style, sitting next to each other. And inside the Mevo software, you could zoom in on one person and cut to them as if it's a different camera even though it's just the same camera. So you could cut from one person to the other to the wide shot, and it's just the same camera. You know, it's just one big high-resolution image that you're able to zoom in on. And that just gives you some really, really cool stuff. And so I love that. I think that's um, very, very helpful. Um, <laughs> so Tim Tim says we're doing product placement. Well, if we're doing product placement, we're doing a terrible job because we haven't given any links to uh, to buy anything with it. We're just talking about products that we right, like, unfortunately. Right. But, uh, 
You know, I remember. If we were smart, we would do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember over 10 years ago, whenever the flip cameras first came into play and the smartphones weren't what they are now. Yeah, uh, the flip cameras. uh, the, the, The innovative newspapers, I know the one in Trenton, New Jersey, is the one that kind of started this. They gave all their reporters flip phones. And they were expected to go out and shoot videos for the stories. And yeah, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure those were wonderful videos. <laughs> well, I, I think they were coached on uh, what not to do. You know, don't try to overshoot it, but just yeah. you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, use it, uh, use it uh, in 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 a way that it's uh, uh, supposed to be used. And, and so there are some newspapers that have videos along with the story. You know that. Uh, show what's going on some of them you can tell are being used by um oh what's the app i used to have content samurai you know yep, yep. uh where they're just pl- you know they're just plugging it in and content samurai does the editing but a lot of newspapers are doing those uh oh sure tv stations uh, tv stations yeah that 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 makes a lot of sense if the newspapers are doing it and now wasn't there a survey a number of years ago that a lot of people judge the quality of a video realizing it's all digital and HD now. A lot of people judge the uh, quality of the video by the sound quality. Yeah, that, that's, well, it's, it's, not some, <clears throat> it's not so much that they, you know, like if you polled people, they probably wouldn't say, say it necessarily um, all the time. But, well, no, actually they would. And, and that's, yeah. Basically what it came down to was people were more willing to watch a bad video with good sound versus... A good video yeah, if it had yeah. bad sound. If it had bad sound, people were more likely to turn away. And when it had good sound, even if the picture quality was, you know, uh, staticky or, um, you know, out of focus or anything like that, they didn't care so much about that. So, yeah, the sound is, you know, even though we do a lot less with the sound. So, in other words, you know, if you if you shoot a video and you edit the video, you're probably going to do a ton of things to the video. You're going to add graphics. You're going to edit it. You're going to change the colors. You're, gonna, you're probably not going to do a lot with the sound, but you you need to shoot good quality sound um, at the beginning because that really is a factor that will either you know turn people away or keep people watching. So, yeah, it, it's a it's a big part of it. Now, if you walked up to somebody people and said. You know, oh, what's the, you know, what do you hate about videos? They'd probably say, oh, I don't like when they, you know, when they're black and white or I don't like the, you know, when they're out of focus. But in reality, what was found was that it was the sound that really turned people off the most. Okay. Okay. So there you go. And then I remember you talking about a product a number of years ago that uh, you could, you could uh, make your iPhone into a, a, a switch or a TV studio what you could do is uh, use all your old smartphones as cameras and switch between them. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the program that we use to do this show, the Mevo, Mevo Live, you can use smartphones as remote cameras. Uh, yeah, they, as remote there's cameras. A, a reporter app that you can download. And you can, so if I, if I wanted somebody out on the street, if we, if we were to get a correspondent, we could use them with their smartphone and the remote app and actually bring them in as a reporter. Mm. I see. And uh, it's, okay. um, it's actually by um, the guys who make Mevo, uh, Mimo Live. It's, it's called, I think it's just called Reporter um, or Mimo Reporter the, or something uh, like that. Something like But the dub, Double Take app, being able to use all the cameras on the 
on the iPhone. I mean, that is that's yep. brilliant. Yep. Man, Plus, your cool. smartphones can also be used, uh, you know, uh, in NDI style. So NDI is kind of similar to that reporter thing. So NDI turns your 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 phones into wireless um, wireless cameras that can be used for other purposes. So yeah, cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. Betty, so Betty bottom go. bottom line is, folks, if you are thinking that I can't shoot. You know, videos until I get a really nice camera or, you know, you just don't want to do it because you don't have a really nice camera. Uh, don't be fooled by that. You know, get out there and shoot. The, the, the worst video is the one that was never shot. Okay. Uh, for the most part. Unless Hillary Clinton's in it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, <laughs> no. But in all seriousness, yeah. You got to get out there. You got to use what you have. And, you know... Even if even if your smartphone was only half as good as a professional camera ten years ago, instead of better then, um, you know why would you not use it? Get out there and use it. There's no reason not to. There have been movies shot on iPhones. There have been TV commercials shot on iPhones. There have been TV shows shot on iPhones, um, and, and probably Android phones as well. I, I would assume. Use it. Get out there. Take action. Start shooting content. Even the selfie camera. Um, this is the other thing that surprises people a lot is, you know, I tell them that I use my smartphone to shoot most of my videos. But what I don't tell them most of the time is mostly I use my, my selfie side of the camera, of, of the smartphone, because it's the side that I can see. And so I'm doing professional stuff. I've done videos. You know, I, we've sold millions of dollars in products using videos that were shot with the selfie side of my smartphone. So what's stopping you? And they when look good. Yeah, and and they work they with green good. screen they, and I mean, for, for you don't me, look so good. Yeah, but the, the videos I don't look, look great. Good. But the videos yeah. look okay, and you can do green screen and everything else with them. So, uh, and that's with the selfie side even. You know, now I do have a I do have a kind of neat setup in here, actually, where um, I've got an Apple TV in here, and a TV over there. So when I'm by myself, I can use the good side with the good the good cameras on the back side of the camera. And connect the smartphone to the Apple TV and see what I'm shooting and use the nice side. But half the time I don't do that just because, you know, I have to take twice as long. I have to go and turn on the TV and connect it all and, you know, and, and I can just shoot the video with the selfie side and it looks fine. I shot two videos already today. Selfie side. Done. Well, yeah. You're what, selling an affiliate product, cranking them out quick, getting them out there. They look decent. Uh, you're yep. doing where you're, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, Absolutely. So there you go. Yeah, very cool. Now, I saw something on the crawler. There's a, If you're watching the Facebook Live, there is a crawler uh, at, the, uh, at the bottom there that with some headlines, uh, mostly YouTube headlines. YouTube has storefront videos, and then it just said dot, dot, dot. Do you know anything about that? Um, not a ton yet. That's something that we, we're looking into. Um, okay. They haven't made a big deal out of it yet, so it's one of those new things. They've got a couple of things coming out. Um, they've got the storefront videos. They've got a TikTok competitor that they're coming out with. So they've got a few things mm. you know, in the, in the bag here. Um, on the other side of things, though, YouTube – Here's something interesting with that, and I'm wondering where this is going. Um, just in our crawler here today, I've seen two different shows on YouTube that are moving to other networks. 
Yeah, Joe, what's his name? Um, yeah, John Krasinski's uh, Good News is moving oh, to is. Um, yeah, is moving to Netflix. No, to a CBS All Access. And uh, Cobra okay. Kai, the only reason I bought the uh, YouTube, uh, what do they call it now? The I can't remember what they call it now. The, YouTube's, uh, they used to call it YouTube Red. Uh, I think it's YouTube Premium now. Oh. Um, the only okay. reason I bought yeah. the YouTube Premium was because they had uh, Cobra Kai on there, and that's going to Netflix. So. And there's, there's another big one that went to Netflix as well. The bald guy is... First name is Joe, and I'm having a senior moment. But uh, Joe Bald Guy, he's, he, you know who he is. Joe Bald Guy. Uh, Joe. Joe. Uh, Joe. Arpaio. Not Joe Exotic. Joe Rogan. Joe Exo- oh, Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's moving off YouTube too. Oh, I did he's see that. Like I saw CBS. that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Which is which is too bad because yeah. I kind of like. Uh, sometimes I'll throw that on in in the background, just the YouTube channel, and just let it play. So that was kind of sad to hear that. Yeah, Did same here. Yeah. Yeah, so, I was, so I was I was pretty pretty disappointed. He's going to have like uh, snippets on YouTube, but he's moving the Joe Rogan experience, at least the video part of it, and I think it's over to CBS. I think. Yeah, it was to somewhere. Don't quote me on it. Was it. To somewhere. I did. I did see that. That was on our I Spotify crawler a couple weeks ago. Spotify. Yeah. That's or Spotify. Right. I think it was, yeah, I think it's I think Spotify. It was Spotify. Which is, uh, but that's, uh, you know, yeah. that's, well, you see, in, that's his podcast. He's moving his podcast directly to Spotify. Uh, and I think that they're making him turn off the YouTube channel, I think is what it was. So he had to get rid of the YouTube channel because of that. So. Is that it? Okay. I believe so. All right. Okay. Well, you know. So, and, and, uh, either way, I'm there's changes coming down the pike. And just like there's been changes yep. in cameras and using smartphones. So. That's right. Get out there and start shooting. Got to do it. Yeah. Got to do it. And uh, with yep. that, I think we'll call this one to a close. That way you can get out there and start using that smartphone. And uh, while you're out there shooting those videos for professional purposes, well, you need a way to charge the customers that you're shooting these videos for. You need a way to invoice them. You need a way to send them proposals. And good you need segment. a way to collect that money. And you can do all of that with our good friends over at FreshBooks. FreshBooks is the easy way to send invoices, to send proposals, to send expenses, and to get approval on all of that, as well as to get paid. You can even get paid on a recurring basis, which is probably the uh, the big reason I switched to that. Because um, it uh, you know makes life a lot easier when, if you've got a monthly client paying you $500 a month, it's a lot easier to have it automatically collect that each month than it is to send a bill every single month or even to have an automated bill go out because then you have to hope they pay. With this, you can get that credit card on file and boom, they're going to be charged each and every month automatically and you'll get it right inside of your account with full accounting so that your CPA will be happy with you. And uh, it does a great job. I love it. It's what I've used for the last two months now. And uh, I find it to be a much better experience than some of the other things I've used before. So if you want to try this out, and I highly recommend you do, head on over to raiselinks.com slash freshbooks, and you'll be able to uh, try it out completely free for 30 days. All you have to do is sign up and get started playing with it. You won't even have to put in a credit card, and they will never take a dime from you unless you decide to continue after that. But I highly recommend you at least try it out at raiselinks.com slash freshbooks 
And with that, another episode in the can, heading over to the Podcast Hall of Fame. And, uh, yeah, once again, Very cool. another great episode. We'll see you guys next time, next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Steve, have a wonderful week. Everybody out there, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you then. He's Have Ray a good the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise, and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy.